Welcome to the news and why it matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez, joined by uh, Mr. Glenn Beck, Mr. Stubergear, and we have Mr. Chad Prather back in studio. Good to be with you. Yeah, thanks for being here. Sure. Uh, Glenn, what was the top story for you today? Top story for me today is the radicals in Congress and who they are surrounding themselves with. All right, Stu. Democrats have some wonderful options in 2020 for us to consider. We have some clips from them. <laughs> you said wonderful oh, options? Oh, they're wonderful. They're, they're, this is going to be, it's going to increase your hope levels very high. Huh. Yeah. All right. Can't wait for that. Chad. A Hollywood celebrity made a joke on Twitter and got backlash. That's news, and I'm going to tell you why it matters. <laughs> All right. Yeah. All right. Lots to get into. But uh, before we do that, I want to thank our sponsor, American Financing. <laughs> American Financing is a company that I've done business with for a long time. I took them uh, on uh, as a client in 2000, I think, nine, maybe in late 2008, because they called and said, hey, we're a bank that didn't have any problems. They had tried to get on as a sponsor on my national radio program for about a year before. And I said, I don't believe in anybody doing loans right now. And they said, we're not like that. We don't do that. We're a family-owned and operated thing. We don't take the kickbacks from the bank. And I said, yeah, yeah, right. Um, they have over 2,500 Google reviews. They're uh, rated A-plus from the BBB. Uh, and they called me right after the collapse and said, hey, so know how everybody's panicking? We're not. Our customers are fine. These are the people that actually do the right thing for your loan when you're going to look for a mortgage. And salary-based, not commission-based, which is huge. So you know what their intentions are. They're not trying to swindle you to get some money. Uh, so go to AmericanFinancing.net, or you can call 800-906-2440. Glenn. All right. So uh, I was at the State of the Union last Tuesday, and I sat in the room. And if they would have allowed me to have a recording device, I would have recorded, and I would have shown you things that would boggle your mind. Um, really frightening, really frightening stuff. Showed the arrogance uh, and the lack of respect uh, and how unbelievably radical this little tight little group now inside of the Democratic Party really truly is. So uh, Cortez came, comes out with her, um, you know, Green New Deal. And all weekend, everybody was arguing whether or not they actually said we're going to have to, uh, you know, uh, we don't, we're not sure if we can get rid of all the cows to stop the cow farts. Uh, and the other one was uh, we might give a job to somebody who do is unwilling to work. That's what everybody was concerned about, strangely, not the let's eliminate all cars, airplanes, and, and oil. I mean, you get nothing. You know what petrochemicals do for us? We should make that list tomorrow. Life stops as we know it without petrochemicals. But that's not what we were worried about. So what caught my eye was um, when they were arguing back and forth that we didn't put this, this, green, this green thing out. That was somebody else. That's the Republicans. They're just trying to smear us. Uh, and, and, and we never said cow farts. Well, as it turns out, Every document can be traced now and finding out exactly who wrote it and when it, was wrote, uh, when it was written and who put it out. Well, it turns out that it was indeed Ocasio-Cortez's uh, chief of staff. So I start looking into the chief of staff. Now, I find this picture. 
of this handsome looking guy that everybody, this is the only thing that people are talking about on Twitter. If you see this guy, oh, he is so handsome. What a hunk. Look at him. Look at his, his beard and his hair and, and look underneath that t-shirt. I didn't think about what was underneath the t-shirt. I thought, what is that on that t-shirt? Anybody here at the table know what's on that T-shirt that, that didn't listen to me uh, this morning? I did not know before I listened to you. Okay, so this is, and I'm not going to get into, uh, I won't get into all the specifics here. I just want to take you through his choice chart, okay? <laughs> this guy on his T-shirt, okay, his, his, this guy on the T-shirt that her chief of staff is holding up is a co-collaborator with Adolf Hitler, Mussolini, the imperial uh, island of Japan, and then later Stalin. So he's a good guy. He's a good guy. Now, what they'll say is, oh, come on, the guy's a hero. They were going after Winston Churchill. I will tell you right now, Winston Churchill what, is my favorite guy, and he's also one of my least favorite guys. Bad guy over in India. Really bad guy. So I understand. But you have... Gandhi, okay? It's not like, oh, well, we had the British or Glenn. No, you have <laughs> Gandhi, all right? So this guy, when you're under oppression, now listen to his flow chart. Listen how many times he had to be wrong, okay? You have British oppression. What are you going to do? You're either going to do status quo. He says no. You could go to Gandhi. He says no. So you say, I'm going to fight. You could go to Nehru. He says, not bad enough. Not, not a tough enough fighter. Remember, it was, it was Gandhi starving himself to stop Nehru, okay? <laughs> so this guy says, no, he's not tough enough, not hardcore enough. So he chooses that one. Now, when you choose that, now you say, am I going to join somebody else or am I going to start my own? Well, I'm going to start my own because I'm a socialist. Well, what kind of socialist? Am I going to be just a socialist or am I going to be a national socialist known as Nazi? He picks National Socialist. So he starts, he starts his own National Socialist. He makes the uniforms and he marches and does big parades exactly like Hitler does. Now, it's 1935. He's going to write a book. What are you going to name your book? Well, you can name it all kinds of stuff. But there is a book already out there taking the world by storm called Mein Kampf, My Struggle in German. What does he call his book? Indian Struggle. <laughs> <laughs> so he goes and he writes Mein Kampf, Indian Kampf, and then he says, you know what, i got to reevaluate my life. What are we going to do? Because Gandhi is saying, you, are, you used to be a circus, now you are a dangerous man. So he's got to either decide, well, I go to Gandhi and patch things up, or I could go to Benito, Benito Mussolini, I could go to Adolf Hitler, or I could go to Japan, or I could go to Stalin. Now, you know he's not going to go to Stalin because he's in bed with Winston Churchill. So who does he choose? Well, you're not going to choose Gandhi. You should choose maybe Mussolini. He's the least. Yeah. No. He goes right to Adolf Hitler. So he goes to Hitler and he sweet talks Hitler. Hitler gives him his own network for the free Indian uh, army. He provides stormtroopers for him, army, uh, you know, recruits for him, and then says, hey, you should go to Japan too. Now, Japan is the only place on earth where their stormtroopers were actually worse than Germans. 
Read about Japan. They were real killers. So he says, I'm going to go to Hitler and Japan. Now, again, you have a choice. You could stop right now, or you could declare yourself a supreme leader and declare that anyone who's Indian, you know, your countrymen that disagree with that, are going to be tortured and killed. Which one does he choose? That one. So he, he chooses that um, and uh, is going down the, going down the pike. And um, uh, he's, he's, Gandhi is kicking him out, is, is really pushing back. The war is not going well. You have another chance. Or do you stick it out and hope that you're going to be a dictator? He decides, I'm going to stick it out. War ends. They all lose. Gandhi is the guy. You have one more choice. Do I go back to Gandhi, or do I now look at the only guy who was a bigger killer than Hitler, Stalin, and cozy up with him? He decides to cozy up to Stalin. That is the face of the man on Ocasio-Cortez's t-shirt. There's no way to make this guy into a good guy, except saying, oh, the West was bad. Uh, yeah, but at the same time the West was being bad to you, you cozied up to every killer, mass murderer on the planet. Mm. And meanwhile, uh, what, what fine publication was it that called him a snack? Oh, it was L. L. In fact, if you try to do uh, <laughs> research on him, the first link you will get is L Magazine, which profiled him as basically a hunk. A delicious morsel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which, let's no, be honest. No, not so much. No, not, not so, so much. Just for the record. <laughs> I mean, his decisions. I mean, look, that's a lot of bad luck. I mean, a lot of flip of the coin that went the wrong way. You know, yeah, there's a yeah, lot. Yeah. You don't know which way to go. Do you go with Hitler or do you go with Gandhi? I don't know. I mean, it's a, it's a 50-50 choice, and he just kept right. choosing wrong. Darn it. Yeah. I mean, that is crazy. That is crazy that he feels comfortable enough to wear that T-shirt to be that guy <clears throat> in the United States of America. Yeah. And a chief of staff of a congresswoman. If that's the way he views setting justice right, um, I think maybe we should probably not listen to her at all. Because who is, she, who is, what is he saying to her if he thinks that guy was just? I mean, to be fair, I think that we should have stopped listening to anything she had to say a long time ago. <laughs> long time just ago. To, just no. to be fair. No, and you know, you read that, the Green Deal thing came out, the Green New Deal, whatever. It's like reading an eighth grader's version of If Kids Rule the World. I mean, that's, that's sort of what you're reading. But to your point, Glenn, you remember when people had really bad political and ideological philosophies and they kept them to themselves and they didn't, <laughs> didn't say that in public? Yeah. Now it's in vogue. You have to be as radical as you possibly mm-hmm. can be. Unfortunately, people don't know history. History can be summed up with just a couple of words. Man's inhumanity to man. It's defined all of civilizations for thousands of years. And people, they, they think that we're all just sweet, nice, good people out there at heart. But we're not. And this is getting to a point where folks are just coming out and saying, you know what? We're just, we're just going to embrace it. You know, what's amazing is, how many times have I talked about Churchill in, in India? I mean, Churchill, I love Churchill. I despise him in India. He was a bad guy. But you look at that and say, did he learn anything and can we learn anything? What are they doing? Instead of saying, you know what, Churchill was bad, but holy cow, 
Look at how Mussolini ended. Look at how uh, Hitler ended. Look at how the Imperial J Japanese Army ended. Look at how Stalin ended. We were on the wrong side. That guy made four choices, and they were all wrong. I mean, not slightly wrong, <laughs> really wrong. And they don't care. They don't care. These are die-hard radicals. I used to say that Van Jones was the most dangerous man in America. He is not enough of a radical. Right. When the time comes, if this, if this mouth closes with these people in charge, Van Jones, he'll be on the block for the Inquisition just as much as any of us. All right, there's your uh, daily dose of optimism. Thank you. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back. Thank you. <laughs> Much more to get into, but before we do that, I want to thank our sponsor, Cosmo Hertz Kids. So, uh, Victoria Hurst, she is a member of the Hurst family who actually owns Cosmopolitan Magazine. Um, she has started this mission to do something very reasonable. I think you would agree that it's very reasonable. She doesn't want to censor Cosmopolitan's free speech, but she does recognize that Cosmopolitan Magazine, unless you've been living under a rock, you would know that uh, it contains really disgusting pornographic images, articles, even just on the front cover. There's just like you don't even want to know about the articles that are in this <laughs> <laughs> magazine. Um, and unfortunately, our children can pick it up, read it, buy it, you know, at once they get to be that age um, and they're not protected. And so Victoria wants to change that by just making Cosmopolitan Magazine um, be in the same category as the state's harmful to minor laws, which means that you cannot have access to this until you're 18. Uh, your kids are protected from it. So if you want to hear more about this mission, and I would say it's a really good one right now, we've got to protect our kids from what's coming. You can go to CosmoHurtsKids.com to learn more. Stu. Uh, the presidential race is well underway. Amy Klobuchar announced uh, this weekend. Uh, everyone's very excited about that, I know. Uh, she announced in the snow and talked about global warming, which is always fun. It's got nothing so really great. to do with the debate, but it's just such a funny visual. I love it every time and, it happens. And also has nothing to do with global warming. Let's be fair, but <laughs> that's it is what I said. hysterical. Uh, that's yeah. what I mean. Yeah, it's got nothing to do with the actual topic. It's yeah. just funny to watch. Yeah. Uh, she's you know out there in the 12-degree weather talking about how warm it is. Um, but it's uh, it, she was out there this weekend, and then we also have... Uh, uh, Cory Booker. Now, Cory Booker uh, is, has also announced he's running for president. The field is now, I believe it's 11 or 12 that are officially either in or have the exploratory can, so uh, campaign things going. Uh, but here is a, a little clip from Cory Booker, because I think we were just talking about the Green New Deal. Mm -hmm. He wants to make sure that now that it's been completely mocked and shown to be ridiculous, he's still fully on board with it. Watch. And when the planet has been in peril in the past, who came forward to save Earth? Yeah from the scourge of, of Nazi and totalitarian regimes. We came forward. Who came forward to save the planet from, or, or, or continents, from financial ruin? We came forward with the Marshall Plan. Our history is standing up and saying, look, humanity is in crisis. America is going to be light and the hope. I think he's seen too many <laughs> sci-fi movies or something. Um, I, you know... The idea that this is the same thing, that we're going to get rid of cars, is the same thing as beating the Nazis, is, is, is quite an interesting well, comparison. especially since the guy who wrote it and put it out 
his hero was a guy who fought with the Nazis. Right. So yeah. I'm not sure that's... Yeah, there's too many similarities, I think. Yeah. You know, uh, we did this on Wonderful World of Stew um, a couple of years ago, and you know, the Nazis were really kind of like the first environmentalists. They were, they had huge, I mean, PETA, PETA, um, they, they, the, the, the uh, reforestation, reforestation plans that are now all the rage across the world because of environmentalists, many of them were developed by the Nazis. They were very big on that. And they did that. They sold it really hard to the people until the war started. And they were like, okay, we don't care about the trees anymore. We're going to run them over with tanks. But they did, that was, they were big environmentalists at that time, you know, big on, uh, natural healing and all of these like kind of buzzwords that everyone has now. Uh, that was kind of their their bag. Um, you know, the idea though that green uh, green energy and the Nazis can be kind of conflated is is something that I think the ADL would be incredibly upset about if let's say a Glenn Beck were to say that they did come out by the way and go after uh, Il- Ilana Mar today. Uh, they did say they did, did demand they? an apology and she's apparently given given it. Mm-hmm. Uh, on a separate news story. Um, but, you know, it's kind of a ridiculous comparison. But it's interesting to see Booker. I think the two things you take from Booker here, number one, the eyes are crazy. He's got Ocasio-Cortez so eyes. I don't know. They both have the same <laughs> eyes. They're just they're just a little nutty. So bad. Um, Spartacus eyes. Yeah, yeah, he's got Spartacus eyes. Yeah. Uh, the other, they share the eyes? Uh, <laughs> only one can speak because uh, they've got the same eyes? Or I, I've never seen them at the same, same time in I've the same location. Together. Maybe. I've never seen right. them together. Is but, that Ocasio-Cortez in blackface? Oh, that's we don't know. We don't know. get one. It just that was one time in her youth. It's not a big deal. Um, so, uh, but one thing to notice from Cory Booker, as you'll see him develop as a candidate, uh, is that he is he has a propensity for doubling down when he's lost. Right, like this. It, you endorse the new Green Deal. Uh, it becomes a mockery. It's cow farts, and we're getting rid of cars, and people might not want to work. We won't give. We'll make sure that they still get paid. He'll, he'll still come out and say, hey, I'm still with this. People are backing up. I'm still with it. This is that race, that crazy race to the left. And, and Cory Booker is definitely susceptible to it. Uh, on, that's going to be fun. Else, somebody else did that in oh, history. Yeah. It, it does. Double down. The bigger the lie, the more people will fall for it. Uh, and then also we have Elizabeth Warren. Now, Elizabeth Warren, uh, this is an interesting moment from her as well. It may stay, like, sound like standard liberal nonsense you'd hear on MSNBC, but there's an important part to this to watch. Check out with Elizabeth Warren. Are we going to let him use those to divide us? You know, here's what bothers me. By the time we get to 2020, Donald Trump may not even be president. In fact, he may not even be a free person. Ooh, lock her up. That's, that's, remember how bad that was? Remember lock her up? We used yeah. to be really bad. Now we can lock President Trump up. Um, but what's interesting about this is Elizabeth Warren's role, that's been terrible. I think everybody would acknowledge that, probably even the insiders in her campaign. And there is a, you want to start with one of these campaigns, especially with a wide field like this. You start out giving your positives. You start out giving your, like, I'm really good for these reasons. Here's my backstory. And, you know, I'm really super Native American. You know, my awesome backstory. Um, Elizabeth Warren is already transforming to the, I need to attack Trump to keep this thing alive. That's very early in a campaign to be doing that. Well, in all fairness, she couldn't get her TP out of her purse. That's <laughs> so... <laughs> so she travels with it. I, that, I, I've heard that. I'm not sure. I, yeah, wigwam. Yeah. No, the, the whole thing there, the MO of the left these days is you can't disagree with your opponent. You can't just dislike your opponent. You have to have vitriol. You have to hate your opponent. You have to want them in jail. You have to want them hurt, damaged, dead. It's, it's gotten to the point. Now, when you, when you, when that's your modus operandi, mm-hmm. when you get to a point where now you've got 35 
candidates on the left trying to out-radicalize one another, when these debates happen, it's going to be a circular firing squad like we've oh never seen before. And on, uh, on the note of Elizabeth Warren, Rob Lowe. Rob Lowe. So as I alluded to earlier, so Rob Lowe deleted his tweet, you know, which is akin to apologizing, which I always say, don't do apologize. It. Don't do apologize. It. You did it. You know, you made a joke. You can't make Come jokes on, these man. days. You jump out of the plane. You yell Geronimo. <laughs> you pull the shit. <laughs> but he made the joke about Elizabeth Warren. He said it will give new meaning. And I'm paraphrasing, of course, a whole new meaning to commander in, quote, chief. And obviously funny. the illusion. It is funny. It's a joke. It's great. Look, I mean, if you can't. If you can't look at the thing and say, okay, you put on your Texas bar application, American Indian, you know you're not, but you did it anyway. You just set yourself up. You, you, you can be mocked now. You're, it's a la- but these days, if you're in Hollywood and you're not 100% on the left and you are not drinking that Kool-Aid on the daily basis. My manager's in L.A. He called me this morning. He said his friend of 40 years, a promoter. Very big in Hollywood. He said, we're no longer friends because I heard that you have gone over to the dark side. You, you, you're following the orange man. And if you're, not, if you're not on that deal, I mean, you're out. You're out. Well, I mean, it is interesting, though, because then what do they do? I mean, surely they'll have to narrow it down to one Democratic candidate. Yeah. So what if Rob Lowe wanted to vote for, you know, Amy Klobuchar or something, mm-hmm. and he just didn't prefer Elizabeth Warren? Right. Yeah. What happens then? Yeah. Well, I mean, you, you've seen it. In, in all of these things, I mean, what's the rage right now? I, I said it earlier, the blackface thing. Now, right now, everything's coming out. You know, that's that's offensive. And, and a couple of weeks ago, it was this and that, you know, and the, the homophobia of Kevin Hart and all of these things. You just can't. The world needs to take a deep breath and just relax a little bit and learn to laugh again. But we're, we're past those days. Comedians don't even want to be funny anymore. No, they don't they want applause. They don't, yeah. they don't want laughs. Yeah. Slapter. Slapter, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm amazed at the, the Warren thing, too, because saying, putting, mocking Elizabeth Warren about being Native American is not racist against not Native Americans. Not mocking Native Americans. Right, it's mocking people who say they're Native American and aren't. Exactly. The whole point is that she's not Native American, and that's why it's funny. When you say Pocahontas or what is it? Folk, Pocahontas. 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 Uh, you know, that is, that's mocking her for her being a liar, right? It's right. mocking her for lying about her identity. It's not mocking Native Americans. The idea that anyone picks that up and thinks that's a legitimate criticism I mean, it just shows where the media is. They just will find anything to try to go after somebody uh, who is against the left. See, I'm just so into my... I, I've just... I, I mean, uh, I... I don't even know what to do anymore. I go home now and I just paint. Okay? <laughs> but I now discovered my new painting. It is going to be Focahontas. Oh, yeah? Nice. I'm going nice. to do one. I, I might start it tonight. I might start it tonight. But, you know, I know people look at situations like that and we say, why does that matter? Why? Because, again, that thought police is out there and it's getting more and more controlling. It's going to get to a point where you can't say anything. Yeah. You know, Twitter's Amen. the devil. Amen. All right. Back in a minute. See, I just go home and sniff paint. Uh, it's a little, yeah, a little different. Yeah. I don't use it to... Yeah. It's still on. You may want to oh, wait. Yeah. I feel like the mountains would then be a mile it was, away. From... It was your birthday this weekend. Oh, yeah. Well, sorry. Are we yeah. back already? Hi. We're on oh, live TV. Hello. Hello. Uh, sorry. I was just ranting about something. Uh, yes. Yeah, so my birthday this weekend. Um, now, Glenn's been a little beat down today. I've noticed. Uh, just a tad. Uh, but he, he lifted my spirits this weekend with a delivery of a wonderful fruit basket. And this is what the wonderful, loving inscription said. Mm-hmm. Whatever. If you weren't such a communist, I would have sent you a basket of meat. 
<laughs> Happy birthday, Tanya Glenn and kids, which is very nice. Yes. Uh, it was very nice. Heartfelt. And I, uh, I would like to show you the card that he sent me. But he didn't send me one. Well, uh, it's, Glenn is a hard person to buy he for. Is. He's a hard person. He Luckily, though, uh, my wife talks to his wife. So I have a good idea of what to buy. And I, I, did, did we have it? Did we have the... Uh, there we go. Yes. Oh. Now, Yay. it's very important. It's your birthday. And I, I, did, I did want to make sure you had something from all of us here at the News and White Matters that you could really use and, and love. It's substantial. There's four. You bastard. <laughs> <laughs> now, this will give you like 12, 13 cups of That's celery a juice. Lot of celery juice there. Glenn. There. Yeah. A lot of celery juice, Glenn. A lot of celery juice. Can I borrow some? Bomb. I've always. Yes. <laughs> right there. Uh, don't ever say it and get you. Uh, there's more. This is like unlimited supply of celery juice. Oh, this is. This yeah. is so awful. It's going to make me gag. I love celery. <laughs> since I've had the juice so much, it's going to make it me gag. It just keeps gag. coming. <laughs> it's like go. a clown car of celery. And I You're felt welcome. like this is sort of double. At least I gave you something you could eat. That's true. Well, this That's one I felt like had double use, which was you weren't. It was going to be funny. Now we have to something to lunch on in overtime. Sarah will actually do. Yeah, I will. Thank you. Up next, enjoy bonus overtime content from the news and why it matters. Available exclusively for podcast listeners and Blaze TV subscribers. Not a subscriber? Start your free trial at blazetv.com. More to get into, but first, want to thank our sponsor, uh, Mercury Real Estate. So, Glenn over here, who is currently constructing a celery teepee. Well, for Elizabeth Warren, in case she stops by. Uh, so he, a while back, decided uh-huh. after moving a whole bunch of times that there had to be a better way to find a good real estate agent. Or you could live in a celery teepee. And, uh, and uh, there is a better way. You know, I started, I started doing some work for some... Uh, <laughs> oh, now you can have a fire. So you can have a fire in here. <laughs> oh, yeah. The smoke will go through here. So. That works perfectly. Yeah, you now, can, a hole in the top. You can get the real estate agent that can help you find a TP just like this. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Very nice. Not just. You like need now. a good real estate yeah. agent to help you find a TP yeah. like that. Or one that's you drunk. need one that can, <laughs> you need one that knows how much that's worth in your area. Ah. Like here, not worth as much. <laughs> New York people will spend a lot to live mm-hmm. underneath this. No, you can get Whole Foods prices for something like this in New yeah, York. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is yeah. nice. This is this is. And this is done by a famous artist, too, I understand. <laughs> a celebrity. Worth money. Yes, yeah. immediately worth more. Anyway, um, yeah, we, um, uh, we put together real estate agents I trust because I started doing work for some of Wall Street Journal's top, I think they do top 500 um, uh, real estate agents. And in talking to them, I realized, wow, I didn't know anything about real estate uh, agents and how this really is supposed to work. So we put together kind of a, it's almost like a matchmaking service. And I know that sounds horrible uh, for anybody who has used them for dating, but uh, this actually works out well. Um, we find the people who are the best in your area, and we match them uh, so you can buy your own TP. Let's not dismiss this idea. What if we swipe, swipe left and right on real estate agents? Like we put that as part of the app. Just right. kind of swipe like left that. and right. Right. I, so I don't... Just buy or sell, or maybe stop by for some drinks. Yeah. <laughs> Go to realestateagentsitrust.com if you are uh, in the market to buy or sell your home. Uh, Stu, there's a polar bear? <laughs> yes, there's a bit of a polar bear issue in a very remote area of Russia. Now, if you know anything about global warming, you know that the polar bears have gone extinct uh, several times in the past, you know, 10 minutes. They're always extinct. The, the 0.9 degree temperature rise of the past century 
shows. <laughs> You're really the cowboy. Yeah. It's the cowboy that's doing that. He doesn't know how to work. All right. The global warming has uh, killed all the polar bears. There's none left. Of course, the, the truth is that they've increased from 5,000 to 25,000 population, uh, and they are, uh, they've been thriving for many, many years. Um, but uh, now there's an issue in a very remote area of Russia, which is already hell, right? You're already in Russia and in a remote area of Russia where it's like freezing cold and polar bears could show polar up at bears, any time. Yeah. But the parents are afraid to send their kids to school because polar bears keep attacking the children. Mm-hmm. And now a lot of us think of polar bears as these, these little wonderful creatures that just, you know, open Coca-Cola bottles and slide <laughs> down little slides with their kids. That's not actually what they do. They eat you. They rip you apart and <laughs> they eat you. Is that what they do? Yes. Or is it that children <laughs> taste like chicken? Well, yeah, they, I'm sure they're delicious. They're scrumptious. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's kind of kids. fascinating to, uh, to see this because the, the, the issue with polar bears is global warming. It's killing them off. Now there's too many polar bears, and the issue, the reason why that's an issue and why they're attacking people is because of global warming. warming. Because global warming is now melting their habitat, and now they have to come on land more often, and now they're, they're going after these people. So these, these parents can't even send their kids to school. And it, it reminded me of all these controversies we've had over the past few years about these big game hunters that go to Ethiopia and kill lions. And, and everyone over here says, I can't believe they're killing lions. You have to stop. And then the people in Ethiopia say, please keep yeah, killing lions. lions. I don't want to be eaten by a lion. Kill them. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's, there's different priorities in different parts of the world. Imagine if we had... Imagine if, instead of zoos, we just had random lions once in a while walking around in your backyard. <laughs> yeah. And the rest of the world was like, how dare you kill lions? We would, we would be the loudest at saying, shut up. Yeah. Yeah. They're eating our children. Yeah. yeah. They're not nice creatures at all. They're, they're, I mean, lions and polar bears will eat you. Yes. Uh, but I also just, I love the hypocrisy here of, uh, you know, Americans who say, I can't believe you're going over and killing these lions, yet totally fine with infanticide in New York. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Totally fine. Killing the babies, so, the human babies, fine. Lions, mm-mm. So can I tell you something that's happening in South Korea that is absolutely amazing, speaking of Siberia and, mm. and uh, Russia? You know, uh, you know about Buttercup. Buttercup is the woolly mammoth that was found years ago with the Buttercup oh. flash frozen. Yeah. Well, they have found now the permafrost is starting to come down, and they're finding all of these flash frozen, perfectly intact uh, woolly mammoths. Wow. So there's a black market for woolly mammoths, apparently. And that black market ends up in South Korea, our ally. South Korea, the leader in cloning technology. They now, there is the main guy in South Korea is working to find a intact and pure enough uh, DNA strand from these woolly mammoths and he's going to implant it in an African elephant and we're going to have Jurassic Park, everybody. Oh my Can't wait. gosh, that's that's terrifying. insane. That is that's insane. So terrifying. He said, "If we," they asked him, "You know, would you do other dinosaurs like Jurassic Park?" He said, "If I could find the pure DNA strand, if it was intact, absolutely." <gasps> I mean, the, we are we're living in these times. This is nuts. I, I want to unplug from the Matrix. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Please. I do too. I want to take the if pill. Elon Musk said, "Hey, you can take your family." <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's go. But isn't this the crap yeah. the Matrix is supposed to fix? Like the real world is supposed to be like this, and then you get into the Matrix and everything's happy. 
Now, yeah. you're not actually living a life, and they're feasting off your organs and such, but, like, your mind thinks everything's great. That was the design I of the Matrix. I'm okay with that. I think yeah. too. I would go right in. They're like, oh, red pill, blue pill. Oh, I'm taking the one that gets me in the Matrix. I want to be in there. <laughs> I want to feel good all the time. I want, you know, every... every uh, you no, know. but remember... The Matrix wasn't good all the time. Well, it was initially, but then they, they, yeah. these so if I could get people in, screwed it up. I know. So if I could get in on the first testing, yes. I'm okay. Yeah. But I will tell you, I'm going to be really pissed if I have only half my organs left, and then all the other people are like, oh, it's too perfect. Well, who is that? I never understood that part of that uh, documentary, The Matrix. <laughs> who are the people who are like, oh, my life's too good? That didn't happen. Plus, these people were all asleep. I mean, plus, you've... You probably drank enough that most of your organs are shut down anyway. <laughs> so I don't know you why. haven't been using them for years, man. <laughs> no, I, they're all, <laughs> almost all for amaldehyde. Two, big story of the day. Mm-hmm. Coca-Cola is debuting orange vanilla, its first new flavor in more than a decade. Your thoughts? Wow. Uh, very interested. As you know, I'm um, America's I'm leading interested. soda connoisseur. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, they're doing a Coke Zero version of it as well. Yes. Uh, now, they just did release four new Diet Coke flavors relatively recently that are pretty delicious. So I'm very optimistic. I, uh, the orange, uh, orange vanilla. This is a, basically a creamsicle Coke. Coke, right? Yeah, I don't know how I feel about the mixture of the creamsicle Coke. and the Coke. I don't know either. I will say Coke Vanilla Zero is one of my favorite sodas. So adding a little orange on there, I'm all in. I sub- I'll drink it even if I don't like it. I just want to support these these multinational companies. I love them. They make my life You're so much better. You're very altruistic. I really am. You're a giver. I, really I will spend whatever it takes to get me lots of uh, Coke Zero, Vanilla, Sugar Zero, whatever it is, orange. I'm loyal to Hanks. Oh, I love Diet Hanks. Hanks? Hanks. Never had Hanks root No. Beer? Oh, it's delicious. Oh. Never even heard of it. Oh, it's the best. Oh, oh we is it have from it the in, North? We have it imported in from the Northeast. The yes. people from Hanks uh, yeah, love it. Do you it. drink it with your pinky up as no, well? No, I don't. No, I don't. <laughs> but I, I've never asked for it. He's developed a really good friendship with the people of Hanks. Yeah. And so they just send them, you know, and once in a while, Mr. Scrooge here will let another. Do they come in diet? Yeah. Oh, still try some. Oh, we have some in the fridge. Really we have some for tomorrow. Really okay. Really good. My favorite diet root beer, by the way. It's, it's really Hanks. Tony. Chad, you got to get into this diet. I don't have to get into this at all. I don't. You know my diet Coke addiction. I used to drink like 12 a day. and and I got off of them, and and I really haven't drank Diet Coke for over a year now, and I've had three today. <gasps> nice. Oh, Come back today. to the team. How four do you today. Feel? Horrible. Yeah. <laughs> Horrible. It's just disgusting. I don't want it. It's like putting. Why did you do it? Poison. I just wanted it, Glenn. It's a long day. It's a long Monday. It's been a long one. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, we're we're on the road all week long. We got shows all over the all over the place. So we we will leave town tomorrow. So we've had to get the entire week done today. Mm. Mm. So, time for you. Well, Where are you going to? Dead, thank you. So uh, we'll, we'll be in San Angelo, Texas. We'll be in Wichita Falls, Texas, and Salina, Kansas. Nice. At a Valentine's Day show, Wichita mm. Falls. Yeah. Bring a date. Well, I feel bad for uh, your wife. We're going to. Uh, <laughs> She's spoiled rotten. <laughs> 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 we're going to Valentine's Day to uh, Waffle House. Are you going to do it? Make reservations? I want to. Know. I haven't made a, reservations yet. We're going to Waffle House. You haven't heard? No. They're doing. They're doing white linen tables at Waffle House. Reservations only. They're shutting down the Waffle I'm, I'm Shut serious. Up. It's not every Waffle it's House. Not every, it's yeah. like 200 of them across the country. i got to find the one around here. I'd love to do that. Yeah. That's great. But they're still serving garbage. It's still Waffle no, What are you guys? What are you? Eat this oh, and take away. this. Go away. <laughs> this and get Just out. Throw the celery at her. Never. Done with you. Wait. <laughs> Thanks a lot. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Today's poll. Uh, do you believe Representative Omar provided a sincere oh. apology oh. for mm. anti-Semitic I do. comments? I do. She, I mean, 
It was just a mistake, a she, misunderstanding. She actually said, uh, "I this is why I unequivocally apologize. But I still stand by the fact that <laughs> Israel is, is putting too much money into politics. And, like, it's like... Like well, that's not an unequivocal apology. You're yeah. equivocating. You just gave a you just did it. Yeah. Completely equivocating. Uh, let us know what you think at the Blaze's Twitter. That is at the Blaze. We'll see you tomorrow. Thanks for tuning in. Yeah. That seems like a little aliens. Oh, that, that smells aliens. like that smells awesome. Awesome. It's awesome. <laughs> Can I really have some? It starts have all of all of this. Thanks for listening to the news and why it matters. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you'd like to watch the program, become a Blaze TV subscriber and start your free trial now at blazetv.com.